Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> They're running because the boys are back in town. Boys are back in town. Boys are back Thin Lizzy. Episode of Supernatural. I was expecting some Thin Lizzy music. Weren't you ladies yeah, expecting? Yeah, I was a little disappointed. Missed I'm, opportunity, Supernatural writers. <laughs> I was totally thinking Jailbreak was going to come on mm-hmm. at some point, that there was going to have to be something. I see mug shots of Dean yeah. on Alexis's shirt, if you guys can see that. I um, love that shirt. What shirt you, is ridiculous. What do you call your shirt? <laughs> the Dean Obsessed shirt. The Dean oh, Obsessed There's so much shirt. Dean on the shirt. Where did you I, get that? Hot Topic, man. Hot Topic oh Supernatural like stuff is on point this year. Dean I don't know what's going on. On anything mm-hmm. sounds just about right. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Obviously, we are talking about Supernatural. Season 11, Episode 5, Thin Lizzy. I am Lindsay Wegner. You guys can find me on Twitter at Lindsay Wegner, L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y-W-E-G-N-E-R. And I'm joined today by Katie Campbell. Hi, guys. You can tweet me on Twitter at Katie E.E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. And Alexis Horace is back with I'm us. I'm here, and I have my voice back. Uh, and you can find that voice and my face at atorres890. <laughs> awesome. Ladies, first impressions of this amazing Thin Lizzy episode. Hysterical. The comedy was on point in this episode. I was cracking up the whole time. I have to agree with you. And I, I love these, you know, mission episodes where they're hunting and it's like a classic hunt. But they did a really, really good job with incorporating the whole darkness mm-hmm. into this mm-hmm. exact hunt. And I loved that. I didn't expect it, but I loved it. I read the little info clip on on my you know DVR and I saw I was I was like okay they're gonna incorporate the darkness and I wasn't sure how they were gonna do that and was really excited to see how they brought it all together mm-hmm. and to see how people are affected by taking their souls and once we get to the end of the episode when they're talking to Dean once yeah. they am talking to Dean yes okay yeah. cool. All right, let's jump in, since we're all excited to talk about this. We start off in Fall River, Massachusetts, at a bed and breakfast for Lizzie Borden, who is obviously this axe murderer. She murdered her parents. Um, Did she kill herself? No. No, No. I don't think so. I can't remember. She was arraigned for the whole thing. Did you guys see the Lifetime movie that came out with Christina Ricci? No, I I wanted to watch it, I wanted to see it, too. If you guys have seen that, and it was awesome, then we obviously should all go see it, but... Um, or watch it. But uh, they're at this bed and breakfast, and I love that they bring up the ghost facers. 
Yeah. Yes. I was like, here we go again. I Uh-oh. love them so much. Will we get to see that again? You I hope so. Because I would really <laughs> like to see them. I feel like they keep bringing mm-hmm. them up, and yeah. that's never ending. That's just always going to be a part of the show. Well, and- it's a part of this life. I mean, we've got mm-hmm. a lot of people out here in this day yeah. and age. There's a lot of shows about it. People are ghost hunting. Yeah, I agree. They're they're doing it on this show. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they're going to this bed and breakfast to figure out what's going on with Lizzie Borden and if she really exists or not. And the lights start flickering. And... Sure enough, within moments, they this couple doesn't last. They get axed off right away. They wanted to stay in Lizzie's room, too. Yeah, I was which, like, who... I mean, I understand that there are people who have certain, like, interests and stuff, but in my brain, I'm like, that is so dangerous if, let's say, yeah. like, the rumors are true and you died, which is obviously what happened, but, I, I mean, uh, I don't know. It creeped me out. I wouldn't be staying in that room or in that house not at romantic. all. Not romantic no. at all, guys. <laughs> no, I, I mean, that's like, I'm all about going to a haunted house, and I know some people have different feelings about it. Yeah. I, I don't mind going to haunted houses. I don't like when they touch you. That no, freaks me out. That, like, creeps Some me people out. like that. They like to be scared by that. I don't like that. Well, mm-hmm. do you think there's a difference between a haunted house and then, like, like a real haunted story behind it. You if know it was saying? a real haunted story, there'd be no way that I was there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's too yeah. scary. No, I completely. <laughs> agree no, with I'm you. glad that I don't have to go and find this kind of evil and try and kill it. I'm yeah. glad that I don't have to. Although, um, they they have to obviously. Sam and Dean are now on the hunt because Cass is sitting hanging out watching The Wire on Netflix. I thought that was so. I I literally I was like drinking coffee. I was like, oh my gosh, because <laughs> I I'm also watching The Wire for the first oh. time. So I am also on season two. Oh, and I'm like, oh that's hysterical. <laughs> Cass are like heart buddies. Right I know now. that's why I'm like this is why he's next to me even though he's covered in stuff. But oh it's okay. He's in and Crowley's always by Katie. Yeah, yeah, all the time. Crowley. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. I think that was really cool how they were just like, yeah, Misha's not in this episode, so he's going to be watching a Netflix show, and yeah, he's really into it. And they (laughs) have binging a lot of shows. (laughs) He's got really nothing to do right now. They're they're searching for other things. They're taking care of other business. They're on the hunt for the darkness. You know, so let's take this case. Let's go see Sam and Dean. Or Dean's making fun of Sam, saying, you just want to see a serial killer. You love the serial killers. You've got a fetish. He's got a fetish. And he's like, it's not a fetish. I'm like, yes, it is. (laughs) Uh, so they get to the B&B, which they're talking um, to, what was the guy's name even? I just know it was Mason. the Kempers. Mason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he said in 1892, Lizzie axed her mom and dad. They were all buried right in that, in mm-hmm. um, Fall River. And so we got to find out what's going on with this. They drove to the B&B. They decide they're going to stay in Lizzie's room. And be creepy. Sam was so and, excited. You could see it on his face. Oh, yeah. And he was just like, oh, yeah. I They're finding out the room. info. Mm-hmm. We we see a little bit of a, a joke between Mason and his mom that they have, like, an issue really working together. Yeah. Immediately at that point, though, I was like, Mason did it. He's the one. Yeah. I was on the same boat. I was kind of like, oh, he must be, like, he must hate his mom and he mm-hmm. hates working there. It's been 20 years. I'm going to kill people now. Oh, yeah. That's exactly yeah. what my dad said, too, as really? he was watching with us. He's like, he did it. Great it's like, well, let's. Well, I'm like, <laughs> and watching enough Supernatural, we all know it's not that simple. Yeah. There's something else coming. So I was like, no. I'm like, you can think that, but, um, so we we see that there's a little, you know, tension between the two of them. It's like, yeah, it's hard working with family. Twenty years, and then they show Sam and Dean, and mm-hmm. obviously family working together for far longer than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
The interesting thing was, which we never came back to, the boy was a descendant of Lizzie Borden, which I thought they were going to come back to that because I thought that was an interesting piece of information. Thank you for bringing that up because I was like, we didn't even go back to that. We just kind of ignored it. I mean, we find out later why he was killed, but at the same time, I was like, oh, does that mean that she's actually killing people? And then it wasn't that. Well, maybe it was just another thing to throw us off, you know, and and, and think that. No, they did a good job because that's what I was. I was on that gravy train already. so. So was I the whole time. So and the boys are in the room. Nothing seems amiss. There's no secret passageways or doorways or anything. No. Except there's a lot of doilies. There's a lot of doilies. The bathroom's <laughs> Doily really coffin. small but clean. Um, the lavender toilet water. Which he's like, why do you keep spreading best, it? Best scene I have seen in such a long time from Supernatural was just him just being like, I just wanted to see. I want to see. I would do the Stop same it. thing. Oh, yeah. They're so cool, those old old perfume <clears throat> bottles. I have one like that. You have yeah, one? Yeah. Me too. Yeah. You can refill those. I mean, I don't know if yeah. really the scent would come out of the initial one, so you'd have to use the same thing. I think they're so neat and beautiful and mm-hmm. antique so, I mean, I'd be interested. All over it. that. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Even but if it smelled like toilet, toilet water? water? Yeah, yeah not, no. not a fan. No. No, <laughs> not really. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, the boys decide to kind of take a little, you know, figure out what's going on, go their separate ways. Sam is in the, looks like the merchandise, mm-hmm. like the gift shop room. Or no, Dean is. And then uh, Sam has gone to the attic. Mm-hmm. And Dean notices that the lights start flickering. Then all of a sudden sees a camera flash. Mm-hmm. There's a photographer outside. The guy runs away as soon as Dean sees him. Uh, upstairs, Sam finds this EMF generator. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, something's so going on crazy here. crazy to me. I was like, what? <laughs> exactly. What's going on here? I did not expect that at all. I didn't read Mm-mm. the little info thing, so I had no idea that they were going to incorporate the darkness with this whole storyline, but... I just felt like there was a ghost. That's what was happening. And I was so shocked that... It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. So we find out that these lights are actually on a timer, that the generator is creating all these wavelengths, so anyone that's coming in looking for ghosts is obviously going to find some sort of proof Mm -hmm. of it. There's a sound machine with all sorts of different noises on it. Screams, toilet flushes, which Sam, which Dean didn't understand. That was so ridiculous. Um, and basically, well, I think that'd be scary though if you're staying on a too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the whole thing is a hoax. Yeah. yeah. Obvious that there's really nothing. I was so disappointed. Me too. I wanted it to be. Ghost I wanted thing. to be a ghost. I was so excited. Which makes me think: Is her ghost not around? Her ghost has to be around, right? I mean, she's creepy. Oh, her ghost totally has. I to think be around. so. I just don't think it's. I don't think it's killing people. It's not there, that right? Yeah. Right. I don't know. It's not there. So, right before we get to a commercial break. We see um, Mama Kemper walk in, you know, just kind of closing shop down. She gets axed off, and that's where it's like, okay, dude, is it? Is it Mason? Is it? Is it her son? Yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly what. <laughs> At it was. that point, yeah, it was. <laughs> they so then we find out from the police officer that he says the photographer is a guy named, is it Lynn? Lynn, yeah. Lynn. Okay, I was like, it sounded sometimes like Lane. Lane was saying Glenn. Yeah, and then I heard like Lane at one point. Yeah. I was like, Lynn. I'm so confused. Ever, Lynn yeah. or Lynn? Yeah. Lynn or Lynn. Lynn. Um, we're going to call him Lynn. Yeah. Okay. For con- continuity purposes. Yeah, no. But he's obsessed with ghosts. This guy was my favorite thing about the episode. He was Great, and I felt like as the episode went on, he just blo- like blossomed is the wrong oh, word. Great though, but he just delved deeper into his 
insanity slash sanity, mm-hmm. and I loved it. I just wanted him Who's to be you? kind of like around for a little bit longer I and know. like hang out. I, I said he out didn't? loud like seven times, I think, every time he had like a really good line. Oh, I love this guy. I love mm-hmm. this guy. Mm-hmm. He didn't die. We find, we obviously know he doesn't die. Yeah, but I feel like he can come back. Sam and Dean can bring him back into this somehow. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that. I was like, oh, they could maybe get his soul back somehow and bring it to him. But then why would he want his soul in jail sitting there? And then he'd start feeling all the feelings. And I don't even know if you can get a soul back. Yeah, we I mean, According know. to Sam, he said no. There's no right. way. Right. So we find out that another murder has happened. And little Jordy finds out that his, you know, his dad has been axed off. He's there with the babysitter, Sydney. And when the mom walks in, Dawn, she, like, wants everyone out. So where did you so did you expect me. her to be the one that killed the dad? Yes. And then I was like, okay, no, it's actually this mom. You know, I'm very gullible and I believe anything that they're feeding me, so I'm now <laughs> on her train. She's the one that did it. And she killed the other two kids too? Somehow I was thinking it was going to be worked in. I I was kind of on that boat, but at the same time I was kind of like, what does she have to gain from killing these kids? So in my brain, something was off, and I was like, that would be really funny if like her soul was missing and she was oh. just doing stupid things. But I didn't know that the darkness might have been involved. Right. So I was like, oh, that's kind of far fetched. So I just I didn't think about it after that. I was just like, there's something there's something missing, and I don't know what it is. See, and I I knew the girl's name that played the babysitter because I'd watched a Lifetime movie with her, but she played the lead in. Nice, and she was like this was based on a true story mm-hmm. about, like, the girls that beat somebody up and put it all online. Remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. She played, like, the ringleader of She's Girls. She's a mean girl. She was totally she plays mean. it real well. She plays yeah. it real well. So the second that I saw her, I was like, she did it. Really? Because I knew from the other movie I'd seen she her in that, that, similar that she could, and I was like, something was off about her. She was a little creepy. No, Jordy didn't see anything happen. He missed the whole thing, but she just, the way she sat there and stared... That's mm. what I felt. That's what I noticed because they kept bringing up the serial thing. I'm like, serial killer eyes. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. She's got the serial killer eyes. Look at you. That's okay. awesome. I would have never caught that. I was just like. Only because I'd seen her in that movie. Otherwise, I probably would have had no idea. What is serial killer eyes, though? Because I've, I've heard that before and I've tried to figure out what that exactly means. Like, how do people tell? You know I when don't... you know when Amara is about to suck someone's soul out? Yeah. How her eyes kind of widen and it looks like her pupils are kind of dilated. Okay. Not dilated, but like they start to get smaller. Um, but it's almost like she's drawing you in. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like it's 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 a very strange, like you feel uncomfortable with that person because okay. of the way that they're looking at you. So okay. that's kind of well, you, the same thing with like crazy eyes. Yeah, you thing. feel like okay. it's an invasion of space but yet she's not, they're not, not right next to each other. Yeah. All I mean, right. and they always say, like, a lot of serial killers, mo- a lot of the serial killers actually came from Wisconsin. And <laughs> sadly, I'm from Wisconsin. But, like, a lot of them did. But these were all really good-looking, attractive mm-hmm. men, and they draw their prey in. And, I mean, I don't know if they had serial killer eyes or not. Right. But, I mean, they but were... There was, there was, there a, was something that brought mm-hmm. them in it's that just made you feel comfortable it's right, that but, one uh, thing that where you're talking to someone and there are times where you're like oh I can feel like I can really talk to this person but right. usually when you meet a friend or anybody like that you automatically know that we're going to be friends but you'll never feel like there's something off about you but never mind I'm not going to think about yeah. it like that's that kind of All right. comparison I was just trying to think about like if I was looking at somebody what how could I tell yeah. they were a serial killer if I was looking at their eyes I was trying to figure out probably how I would not do that. probably not that's probably <laughs> no, not just the first thing you're just gonna dismiss it as somebody that's a little bit off and awkward yeah right 
Which we find out Lynn is a little bit awkward considering he's a super fan of Lizzie Borden and has his whole house is dedicated to her. Everything that he could have. Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually does spirit photography, but you can't catch her on film because she's a gray shadow, which he's seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gets all stressed out because he's supposed to lead this live chat. I know. Which I was like, ooh, live chat like and I was we like, do. hey, okay. we do that. <laughs> also, thanks guys for hanging out on the live chat. We yes. love you and we would never dismiss you. <laughs> we appreciate you. Um, and Dean notices the mark on an envelope. Did anybody else get really freaked out about that? They were kind yes. of like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I freaked out. I had to sit there and explain what the mark was to my dad. It was like, it started with Kane. <laughs> you know who Kane is, right? He's like, yes. I'm like, so I had to get the whole like mm-hmm. details of it. Because I'm like, this is a big deal. This guy knows what's going on. Yeah. So he met Amara. Amara was waiting outside of Lizzie's house. So she escaped like we predicted. She, le- yep. she yeah. left Crowley. Saw, saw that coming. Yeah. Which we knew was going to happen. Mm-hmm. She's waiting outside Lizzie's house. He's taking photos, sees her. They kind of have an exchange. Mm-hmm. And he notices the the mark on her shoulder. And uh, she actually mentions that Lizzie Borden, Amara says, she had serial killer eyes. And then we see her eyes flash, and I'm like, oh. There it is. There it is. There it goes. (laughs) She felt bad for her, too, though. She did. Well, I mean, not to say that, you know, uh, we should be... Some people do feel bad for for people who've gone through some sort of turmoil, but I feel like because for her, one, she's a teenager now, so she's kind of like, you know... Or 12 years old. You know, her parents were so mean to her, but I'm like, obviously they didn't deserve to die. Right. um, I thought I found it very interesting because of fact she's been watching like Hitler and like she's been reading this like really heavy stuff that she actually would feel bad for people who have done terrible things because of their situation. So it's very interesting when people are like into that kind of stuff where they read up and they actually feel bad for the the person who the did killer. the bad thing. Yeah, I think maybe as she's growing, she's developing different feelings, which mm-hmm. is where we're going to get to when we finally get to her. At the age she is when she's talking to Dean. Yeah. I feel like we're going to, it's all going to shape her for a specific reason and we'll find out why the Hitler stuff, why she felt something for Lizzie. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see Amara take uh, Lynn's soul. soul. But he's still alive. Well, that's the thing that I was trying to figure out because I forgot that technically the, the demons from hell, I guess, because they're already soulless. And they no. took it, so they fell. Or am no, I no. am I thinking of something totally different? The demons have souls. It's just the the bodies that they're in. Yeah, they're are dead. Yeah, they're they're empty vessels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So, so when you take the soul out of that empty vessel, the empty vessel is just, just nothing there. anymore. Yeah. But with the humans, we're still alive. And when they take the soul out, then yeah, they just become soulless. Yeah, but things. they're still living. But I love as soon as they started explaining that this is what it was all about, and she was yeah. taking the souls. I love seeing that. You know, not everybody's the same without no. a soul. It's mm-hmm. so interesting. It's it's how they were brought up and and what they've been through. No, no, through Soulless Sam life. was a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up, <laughs> he was like he called it like he saw it. He was downright mean. Where Dean would call him, be like, dude, seriously. Well, and I loved Len's whole soulless life because he seemed to be really creepy and obsessed <laughs> with this. You know, yeah. But he said he's like, I can't eat, I can't sleep, I don't but, dream, but he I feel was a empty. Sweetheart, well, he that's what was. I'm, he's just like, okay, I just yeah, don't. You know, it's, then that's true because technically, I thought, well, it's Sam. I guess it's the complete opposite because someone could be sweet and then if they take their soul, they're just a complete douchebag. But no, Lynn was just. He was just 
well, sweet still. Just... And I think with Sam, too, like, he's been through a lot with his mom dying, his dad. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so that kind of has hardened him. So without a soul, he'd be a harder person. Yeah, and same no. thing with um off, with our officer earlier, how she was the sweet, caring girl. And then all of a sudden, she's like, I just want to kill everybody. And I was like, oh, geez. Yeah. So, it's very interesting. But Len, though, maybe he just lived, like, a really happy little life. He and... was happy being a super fan of Lizzie Borden. Yeah. Yeah, it was his passion. I like that you, that you noticed that. I didn't even think about how different everybody is without well every person who's had their soul taken out how different they were yeah yeah especially with our with our babysitter i was like all right <laughs> well so he said that he's still alive and can you control the soul the soul is it possible for them to control their feelings and their urges the way that he was able to oh, maybe no. that somebody else can't I think depending on the type of person you are you without are. a soul, you can you can to a certain point, but as we see him do, he takes his thumb off and he ends up using the axe and he didn't really feel anything towards Sam and Dean or her. He just was curious. So I think it's you could still get yourself into trouble. It's just people react differently and I think maybe slowly over time that would build and the more mm-hmm. kills he does, no, yeah. maybe the harder he gets a little bit. Which I'm really glad that he came to the conclusion of his of fixing that problem, which yeah. we will get to at the mm-hmm. end. But yeah. yeah. Well we find out from Sydney the babysitter that Dawn actually did have a kind of boyfriend on the side. Mm-hmm. So because they were looking for her to kind of question what was going on. So they head over to the house that the boyfriend lives at. Yes, go ahead. So she had a soul, right? She was just not really caring about the father because she was cheating on him. Yes. Yeah, no. Still a weird reaction. Still totally. completely. Yeah. Completely. Telling, kicking them out, and yeah. I still would want to find, like, I still... I, I don't know. I wouldn't be cheating, but yeah. But I feel but like I you still love your husband at the end of the day. Well, right? I mean, I, I, that's what I assume. But we also don't know how their marriage was because yeah. apparently and he was a meth dealer. Yeah. Yes, we and find out. Yep. Yeah. So they actually the boys head over to this house with Lynn, and Lynn's kind of freaking out. Mm. He's like, "I'm. I feel like I'm dark hatching with oh wings. Yeah. Maybe I have a tumor." He's like going into all these things that he thinks that he could potentially have, and kind of freaking out. And Dean and Sam have discussed potentially telling him, and both of them are like, "I can't tell him. I'm not going to tell him. You tell him because you're." Dean, uh, Sam should tell him because he's sensitive. Yeah. And yet Dean's like, well, no, you should just say it. They're both fighting about who's going to say it. And as he's sitting here in the back seat, freaking out about what he has, they're still whispering about who should tell him. And finally Dean gets out and he goes, dude, your soul got taken. I just love how he just the ripped the band-aid tactic. Yep. I was like, all right. It great. was hilarious watching his reaction. <laughs> Sam's and like, and Sam was kind of upset about it. But well, the fact that he didn't, Lynn didn't, he's like, okay. Now I know. It feels good to know. Feels yeah. good. Like, once again, we're in this kind of sedated, sedated, I feel like is a there perfect way to describe him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a toned down version of himself. Yeah. Um, I think he's hilarious. I think he's hilarious, too. Um, I do, too. Boo69B's in the in the chat was like, Lennon was adorable. I felt bad for him. And yeah. I agree. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. That's why I wanted him uh, to stay longer. <laughs> well, he gets handcuffed to the car so that he doesn't, you know, do anything and they can kind of keep him under control. Well, they go figure out what's going on in this house. They enter the house. Dean's downstairs. He finds out that Dawn and her boyfriend have been killed mm-hmm. and he gets smacked. Sam's upstairs, finds Jordy in the closet upstairs, oh. tied up, Poor which thing. made me sad. And we see Sydney with a gun. 
So they get tied up did downstairs. You, did you guys uh, think it was the babysitter that was doing that? I would have never thought. No. I mean, obviously, I you mean, had I an still, inkling. I had like, inklings, but I never, I still didn't expect that. Yeah, that was crazy. Which it's kind of weird, too, because she says that she did it for Jordy. So does she have some kind of a feeling there? Like she's, you know, she's she didn't have a nice childhood and she wanted him to grow up in a better way so is she caring for him? That's I mean I guess about. because the fact that she doesn't have a soul maybe because she, her conscience would tell her I want to save Jordy but I'm not going to kill the parents to do that I'll just figure out a different way but because okay. she doesn't have a soul that, that, that barrier kind of left and she's right. like I can do whatever I want now for Jordy okay so well the interesting part of this was that Sam and Dean were meant to be an offering mm-hmm. for Amara which that would never fly because she's not going to kill Dean. Nope. That's why I didn't think she was going to show, which I was glad that she didn't. Because mm-hmm. she was just like, yeah, sure. Yep. An offering. Okay. Well, yeah. we find out how Amara and uh, Sydney met. Sydney and her boyfriend had broken up. She came out of a bar and Amara stopped her. They met at Molly Hatchets, by the way. Uh, yeah. Amara uh, gives her power and says she's going to help her. Mm-hmm. And it makes her feel this incredible, like, like it seems like happiness. So I, I didn't know that she can do. Yeah, that, that was as well. that was gonna be my question. Like, did did we know that she can do that? Heal at all? and make somebody feel good. So maybe what I was thinking, not to get into predictions, I was trying to figure out if maybe that's how she's getting these different souls, and she had to deal with the fact of with the the the, the demons of hell. Um, and she was saying she felt empty with taking them in. That maybe if she makes them feel better, the souls are better. Or something. I don't. Oh, I don't know. That's what I thought. But I don't know how she learned how to do that. I think it has something to do with the fact that, you know, she doesn't agree with God. She thinks God's way is bad, and, and we've talked about it before. Yeah. Her way is not necessarily good or evil in no. her head. It's just her way. Yeah. And I think that if she feels like she wants to do something good, then she's going to do something good, or bad, yeah. she's going to do something bad. Whatever. I yeah. don't think she's all bad. I don't. Think I don't so think there's like a complete clear cut. She's a really horrible person. That's. Mm-hmm. Destruct, like totally destructive. I feel like it's going to take an army to take her down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she might not be all bad, but I think that she doesn't know where the line is, so mm-hmm. that's the bad thing yes. about her. I mean, she doesn't have a conscience. Yeah, mm-hmm. like she's at that. I mean, she's not exactly at that age yet, but she's actually kind of going through the stage of being a child. You have to teach them what right and wrong is, and also like where the line is. And yeah. she doesn't know that yet. She's speeding yeah. through all of this mm-hmm. because of how fast she's growing and yep. how hungry she yeah. is to eat mm-hmm. these souls. I mean. We're in episode five, and she's 12 years old. Yeah. And, then, and next week, it looks like she's 16, 17. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, Sydney ends up calling her an angel. Which Ooh, she did not like kisses that. Kisses her off. So, as soon as she does that, Amara takes her soul. So, she wouldn't have taken her soul, then, if she didn't call her an angel? Well, that's what I'm confused, is that I couldn't tell if that was, like, her end goal, was that she wanted to sweeten her up and then right. eat her soul, okay. or if it was just like, oh, I, you know, I feel bad for you. But we haven't seen her, like, sweeten anybody up yeah. yet. So. That's what I was like, I don't understand. I'm hoping we get to see that side. Yeah. That's in predictions, but... Mm-hmm. Um, and she said it was, like, bliss being with Amara. Sydney did. There's no memories... We find out that Sydney was abused by her parents. She pulls up her shirt, so we see, like, burns or something like that. Mm, from cigarettes. Um, from were, cigarettes. She was a human ashtray. Um, yeah, woof. And Amara took her pain away by doing that. Now she feels free. Uh, Which is the same thing Jenna said. She feels mm-hmm. free. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I can well, they're agree. free of this, any I, sort of conscience. And I think if you, the way, I think the reason Jenna went through that mass killing was because she saw all those mm-hmm. grombies kill people. Yeah. And because she is, she does, she's there to protect and serve as a police officer. So maybe she saw all this negative stuff in the world and felt like she needed to take her justice out. Yeah. I just yeah. don't know why it had to be on her grandmother. That, I don't know that, why it had to be on her grandmother. Yeah. Her grandmother. I mean, we didn't hear anything that her well, grandmother had done to her. So I think she had. Even if she was a sweet person, she had some kind of dark thing because she said she always wanted to try yes. slitting yeah. somebody's throat, which is not something that a normal has ever thought. crossed my mind. No. <laughs> no, not not even close. So when you hear these stories about somebody that's actually been abused or had some sort of violence or something like that, I'm not saying it makes it acceptable, but it makes you it makes you go okay, I understand their feelings of darkness. Mm. And they just need help. They need somebody that's going to yeah. listen to them and help them through these feelings. And maybe it's something that they can work through with someone, and maybe it's not. Yeah. But, I mean, making up decisions to ax people is certainly not the way yeah. to, not so much. <laughs> to do it. Um, she used to work at the B&B, which is why mm-hmm. she killed the you know her boss. Did we find out that that... Uh, I, I'm sorry, I just wanted to clarify, besides her boss, the guy, that was her ex-boyfriend, right? Yeah. Okay. He's yes. ex-boyfriend, okay. his That's, new girl that he brought. Yep. Yeah. So we know why she killed them. Mm. Um, she killed the dad because he was dealing meth, and she wanted to protect Jordy, Jordy because the mom then was sleeping with somebody else, and he had no one. So she wanted... I'm assuming what it seemed like, the good in her wanted to be a better parent to this little boy Mm -hmm. that his parents were and that her parents weren't. Mm -hmm. What was she going to do with him after all that, though? I don't know. Teach him the same thing? Yeah, run off and just be like, hey, I I saved you. Maybe offer his soul? Probably, maybe. I don't know about that, because if she protected him, oh, no, yeah, maybe just so that he would be on the same level as her. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm glad that she's not part of that now. Well, thankfully... We see her, like, she pulls a gun because Sam gets himself out. She hits Dean with the gun, and she's about to shoot Sam. And I thought I heard the gun go off. And luckily, Sam didn't get shot. Yeah, she missed. She missed because she got axed by Lynn. Lynn. Without a thumb. Well, Blue69Bs in the chat earlier said, was wondering, like, what happened to his, uh, we can't see it now, but, like, what? how did he get out? And it said, well, he said it different ways, because first he said he broke out, then he said he gnawed his, like, hand he off. pulled his thumb off. off. Yeah, like, and, and pulled it out of the cuffs. What? I mean... I don't like. I don't like. Like I, I, I know people like as a per, like as a martial artist, we are taught to sometimes if you're in something and you can't get out, you can break like your thumb or your wrist to get out of it, which is already like a terrible thing. But the fact that he was just like, oh, it hurt, but like I didn't even think about it. I just he's, did he's it. He's got no conscious yeah. or soul, yeah. so I mean, it's it didn't matter. It, yeah. yeah. So he broke his hand to get out, but he and she, Sydney goes, the darkness is coming. That was creepy when she was laying there dying when right? she was saying all of this. Oh, I had like I had like goosebumps. I was just like, oh, I'm not ready. <laughs> yeah, she said it's so peaceful. It's coming for all of us. I don't know, man. I mean, I don't really understand what's what's happening. She if she right. feels some, <laughs> she obviously feels some sort of satisfaction knowing she ended something really bad, which is maybe why when Amara watches these Hitler things, mm-hmm. like. And we find out that all these innocent people were killed. She feels sorry for the innocent people being killed. Yeah. So she has some sort of conscience for that. Okay. And because of what happened to 
Sydney, she feels bad for her, so therefore it's okay for Sydney to take care of people that did bad things. Okay. I can get on that train for sure. Like, I get that. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> He's like, no. I think she's just also evil, too, though. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, you know? I don't think that's going to go anywhere. I just feel like she's slowly starting to understand the world a little bit, yeah. and instead of just just eating, now she's picking specific mm-hmm. people to do that, too. That's interesting. Well, and luckily, Sam has a little talk with Jordy after all this happens and asks where he can go. And he says he has an aunt, Aunt Kathy, that he can go and be with that comes around and kind of gives him a little pep talk. At this point, I was worried, though, that he didn't have a soul. But I know he's, like, a little Me kid, too. but he, he doesn't really know he how to react. He was creepy, too. Yeah, like, like, he, like, barely had any lines. He was really quiet. I was just like, oh. Yeah, he was a little bit yeah, a little bit off. Maybe he was just shaken um, up. Well, yeah, he just lost his parents. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what did Bre- Brendan say? Oh, why, why would Sydney want to protect him if she had no soul? I think it's because... I mean, I was just like, because too. I'm assuming Brendan's talking about Jordy. I think it's because his parents were That's bad parents. That's the question parents. I had. His parents yeah. were bad parents, and her parents were bad parents, so therefore she could yeah, I mean, it's take just care like, of him. It's just like with, uh, with Len, where he said that he didn't really care for Dean and Sam, but his brain told him, I need to go in yes. there and do something. So there's still some sort of, a yeah. little bit of humanity in there, but yeah, he, I don't know completely. He had no feeling whatever whatsoever. Mm-hmm. He didn't care about ripping his hand off. But he goes, th- which I think this is a brilliant question, and I, Supernatural writers for writing this, I think it's fantastic. What kind of person can murder and feel nothing. Yeah. On the tale of literally how many shootings yeah. have happened in the last I like actually like looked this up the other day. Since um nine uh two thousand and eight or two thousand nine when Obama got elected, there have been eighteen shootings. Prior to that what? from nineteen eighty four up to two thousand and nine there were twenty four oh I believe. God. It's right around that number. So in 25 years, 24 happened. In the last seven years, it's really scary. I mean, That's it's a so really, really sad thing. and scary thought. So I think I really appreciate the writers bringing this in because this is a controversial topic. Yeah, it's a really interesting topic. How can somebody go and murder and just feel absolutely no remorse and nothing? Do you think maybe there's an Amara out there taking souls? I there mean, could be. I would not doubt that. I don't know. Actually. It is a scary thing. I, yeah. Supernatural covers a lot of topics that really happened and characters that existed, at least in the Catholic nature mm, and in right. church nature, Cain mm. and Abel and God, mm-hmm, right. the King of Hell and stuff. So, we, but we obviously get a lot of you know fictitious stuff. But I love how they try and bring all of that together, right. and you're finding out stories that. They're probably not true, but it's kind of cool to have a little backstory or something on why Crowley's the king of hell and all these yeah. other things. And I like that they they teach you something also where you're like, oh, I want to look up that. What do they? What do they mm-hmm. mean by that? Who really? So, who yeah. really were Cain and Abel? What was mm-hmm. there? And there really was a, a Cain and Abel, a, yeah. and there really were issues between the brothers. Mm-hmm. There was a struggle for power and stuff. Yeah. So I think that was a great question to just bring up, and it kind of puts your everything into perspective when you're thinking about. Amara, when you're thinking about Demon Dean and that they're all this season now, they just said it this episode, we want to save, we don't want to kill. If we can save people, let's save them. Which I thought was really, really interesting when Lynn said, if you're not, if I'm not stopped, 
I'm going to keep killing because I don't have a feeling. And I conceive a look in Sam's eyes being like, we don't want to kill you. Yeah. No, let's not do that. And he goes, the only thing that I see possible is for me to turn myself in, com- confess to all this, which would make sense that mm-hmm. he could potentially be the one that did all of this, mm-hmm. and be in jail for the rest of his life. Did you think Dean was going to agree to killing him? No way. No, no, yeah. no way. You know, they weren't going to kill him. We've seen a little bit of a struggle this season between Dean and Sam talking about the right way to handle things. Just mm-hmm. kill first, question later, or just like try not to kill. You know, Sam's been going that way and Dean's been going to kill first to save, you know, immediate people. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I like that Dean said no. No, I agree. I completely yeah. agree with you. I think that that was a nice, positive outlook for this, and which is why I think that he could potentially come back. Mm-hmm. Put him behind bars for this mass killing potentially come back to him later and mm. save him and bring his soul back or try to get his soul back yeah or just have him around because he knows about ghosts so much so I was thinking again this he could is, be helpful yeah that maybe they'll bail him out of jail or just come visit and be like hey we're dealing with this ghost help us out and he's like oh goody and like yeah. I mean I, I know that he's not as excited anymore because he doesn't have his soul but it seems like he still likes to talk about it even just a little bit right. so do you think if well he's a killer with a conscience yeah that's what he said. Is, yeah. is there some way, do you think we would ever see a way that you could get a soul back into? I have no idea. Like, I if you really kill don't. Amara, can he get a soul back? Maybe. Maybe all the souls Maybe all the souls and, and then, go back. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I mean, some, I mean, that happens. There's been, uh, we, we saw it last episode with yeah. Baby. Mm-hmm. And if, if the head, the alpha was killed, then everyone went back to normal. So yeah. maybe all the souls will come back. I don't know if that's possible. Yeah. That'd be nice, though. But that would be a, a nice little bow on everything. Yeah. Yeah. What did you ladies think of the conversation between Sam and Dean at the end when they're talking about how both of them were? Lynn was technically kind of, did I write scared? Freaked out. By he her. was freaked, freaked out. out by the fact that he was soulless. Sydney felt this bliss about it. So Sam asks Dean, how did he feel? And he's like, I just felt quiet. Which we know he's a, yeah. Yeah. is like... He's hiding something. Well, did he yeah. say he felt quiet? He said, I, he goes, I didn't feel much. It was quiet. It was quiet. And then all this stuff started happening. So is he referring to everything was quiet and oh, then stuff started happening? Well, he's or not, was he saying he felt quiet? I don't know. I feel like he's just, he's trying to find words to hide what he's actually feeling. Yeah. So I think he meant just literally just the point in time where it was just just him in the darkness. Like, that was it. And there was, the world wasn't even moving. But he's him. also not telling... Sam, oh, yeah, he's that he's everything. bound mm-hmm, to her. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're not getting that information. I thought that was a just great, like, moment between them. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said they f- have to follow the bodies to find tomorrow. That's the only way they're going to do Ugh. it is keep finding these I souls. I soul when they said that. I was like, no, I don't oh want God. any more people to die. And then, soul. Yeah. They're going to be following the soulless people. Yeah. And then there was Amara waiting for them as they pull off oh, yeah. into the, what, the road. And she, she says, said? bye, Dean. I'll see, see you, you soon. soon. And, I was like, and then ah, we get the and then we get the serial killer eyes. Yeah. Okay. All right. There I gotta is. go back and look at those eyes and try to see. Go, yeah. yeah. I mean, they <laughs> even they even did them when they showed the at the beginning of the episode when they show that that this is then um, when Amara changes from the baby into like the she's starting to change into a toddler. You okay. see her eyes. They do a nice shot where she's just like. Right, they were like a still Sta- Yes. But here's the thing. When they showed Lizzie's, Lizzie Borden's, you know, pictures Picture. on the wall, her eyes were like this. Well, like, I remember you know, also back in the day, those yeah. flashes really just yeah. got everybody. But yeah, I, so, I agree with you. Yeah. You know, I'm like, are they a still, like, creepy or are they, like... 
You, you know when you see like those since Halloween just passed. Um, you know like you see those pictures that looks like they're following you. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. 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 Like they they can they can see yourself. Like they're like they're literally looking right through yes. you. And you're like, oh, I don't like that. That's yeah. exactly what that is. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Not fun. <laughs> All right. So do we want to talk about predictions first? Do a little news and gossip. News and gossip. News and gossip. Let's do some news and gossip since Alexis has them for us. So obviously Halloween just passed. So um, we had a lovely. Uh, person tweet us. I'm blanking on her name right now. Trudy. Uh, thank you. Uh, she sent us two pictures of Jensen Ackles' uh, family on Halloween. Yeah. They were... Uh, that's the picture. It was up there. Um, and uh, they were uh, from Wayne's World, and it was just super adorable, and obviously... Which I was Wayne from Wayne's World. Were you? Funny. Which was so random. My were brother you? was Garth from Wayne's World this year. We never talked about it. It was it just kind of weird, happened. supernatural <gasps> thing happening right now. That's awesome! Ooh. Great minds. Great that's minds. All I'm gonna say. Great minds think alike. Um, but then also... Jensen. Uh, uh, no, that was Jensen Ackles. So this one, oh, yeah. Jared, Jared Padalecki, the whole family, they dressed up as uh, How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, and they're so, I just think it was really adorable. Like their kids were uh, the dragon toothless and then the son, I'm forgetting so his cute. name. And then Jared himself was uh, the dad character. So I thought it was really so cool. cute. So I love that. And then, of course, the last thing that I wanted to talk about was Misha tweeted something that was kind of spoilerific. So if you don't like spoilers, don't look at this. But he tweeted it out, and it's him. And <laughs> sorry, I can't get over the fact that her nose is lit up. She got a Rudolph um, nose. She has a Rudolph, Rudolph nose. And if you can, if you can see the picture, that's just them. It's a Christmas setting, so there's a Christmas episode that's probably going to be really adorable that I'm really excited to see. So again, you guys should follow all of them. They're great because they they tweet out pictures. But I wanted to know what you guys were doing for Halloween, stuff like that. But you, what were you, Katie? Halloween. I did a little cat thing, and then I was a vampire here. I didn't, you know. No, that's awesome. A little bit of every yeah, role. What did you do, Alexis? I was um, Super Mario for Halloween. I had like oh my the mustache gosh. and everything. I, I was love like, it. <laughs> that's awesome. So. Did you like do a group costume where everyone was dressed up? No, we were supposed to, but um, there's, you know, it's not. Sure. It's, it's, everyone's getting sick around this time, so mm-hmm. I, I had to lose my Luigi and my Yoshi at one point, oh. which is fine, which is totally fine. But I ran around and I was just like, "It's me, Mario," and I was just <laughs> oh, running around fun. being. Mm-hmm. Weirdo. <laughs> yeah. No, it was great. It was great to be Wayne. It was nice, comfortable costume. I was Paula Abdul on Wednesday <gasps> karaoke. That's awesome. Did the Forever Your Girl with like the jacket, I, like yeah. the tights. And I love it that. Was very fun. Good Halloween. <laughs> you guys tweet us. Let us know what you guys were for Halloween. Send us your pictures and stuff. We want to see that. We appreciate you guys being out there and sharing your thoughts with us. Let's jump into some predictions though now. And now you're after Buzz TV. So, in our preview, we see that Amara is now about 16 years old, it looks like. She's definitely a young Jeez. young woman. Yeah. Um, Dean and Sam are going to go looking for her. Metatron makes his return. I know. He tells Cass he can't hit him. Cass gives him a nice little swing. Um, Crowley tells Amara she's grounded. She does not like that. And he said, fatherhood changes a man. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. With these lines, they're hilarious. I Even though he's it. probably terrified inside. He's I was just, sitting there going, why would you tell her that? That sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> and know. what was he doing when she got away? Like, she's been gone at the Lizzie Borden place. What did he think? Like, did he think she was coming back? How? Why did she go back? I feel like mm-hmm. he's going to try to punish her or That's why she's grounded? A little bit. 
Yeah. Because yeah. she probably comes back as a 16-year-old, and he's just like, where have you been, young lady? And yeah. she's just like, I can do whatever I want. And I'm like, well, she, teenager dad. Is that more proper than that? I feel like she's well, going to be more proper. Like, she'll be like, like I can do whatever I, I can want. do. I won't. Yeah. With no. an accent. With an <laughs> accent. Because I felt like she had an accent all of a sudden. She kind of really? did a little bit. Yeah, this really actress tiny, had a really, really tiny, tiny, like, almost British. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you I can hear it when it. she's trying to be nice. Oh, all yeah. right. Yeah. I was like, interesting. I was like, you've been hanging around Crowley too much. All right, predictions for that. For the fabulous episode next week. Um, oh man, I have to go first, don't I? Um, I just think that uh, she's had enough of Crowley. Mm-hmm. It's definitely again the sixteen-year-old to you know I'm sixteen years old, I can do whatever I want kind of thing. And I feel like because we see her hit him with a book, it looked like um, that yeah. she's just like I'm done, we're leaving, and, and she's just gonna bounce. And then I don't think Sam and Dean are gonna find her in this episode. Not even close. Yeah. So I do think I don't know how many episodes it's gonna be until this happens, mm-hmm. but because she's gonna just like throw Crowley away because she doesn't need him, yeah. he's gonna join forces, you know, we've said this before with the brothers several times to mm-hmm. you know, take her down eventually. But I also think that we're gonna get something from Metatron. I don't know if it's gonna be next episode or in the next couple of episodes, okay. but he's gonna know something because he was the scribe of God. So he's gotta know something a little bit about this yeah. darkness because he might be the only one that does. <gasps> Maybe he is the only one that does. And he's like, the only one that can give them that one yeah. bit of information to overcome her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Overtake her. Just at least the start of figuring out how to do that. Breadcrumbs, clues, something. Yeah. 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 I definitely agree. I think that Sam and Dean are definitely going to team up with Crowley. There's mm-hmm. there's no doubt about it. I don't think Crowley's going to be sick of her next episode yet. No. I think they're still going to work together for... I would say for the next couple episodes, I think she's got to get a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Once she's in her mid-20s, before she gets to the Dean, her and Dean conversation, then I think at that point, there's no more Crowley and her working together. It's going to have to be something. She no. needs a place to stay at night. You know, she can't be yeah. going around at 12 years old being like, I'm going to rent this house. I mean, I guess you can mm-hmm. kill somebody to yeah, get your house, get the house. But, yeah. you know, she's not doing it like that. And she needs a place. She needs a little father figure for a second, although I don't really think that she's looking at him like a father figure. No, but I mean, it's going to play out like that, though, yeah. for at least a couple of, or a few episodes. Yeah. I'm excited to see Cass back next week having a, like, part and not be watching Netflix as much as I love it. I can't wait. I hope he, like, gives, like, some sort of, like, spoiler about The Wire. Like, not I a spoiler, so. yeah, but, but, like, gives, like, some piece of information about, like, The Wire, like, that, you know. That would be so great, and I love that it is The Wire. That makes yeah. me so happy, because everyone's watching it right now, which is hysterical to me. There will be that and another Netflix show. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to start the next one. I mean, maybe he'll be... Fr- maybe Friends? Because that'd be hysterical. Yes. <laughs> Ross um, and Rachel, we're on a break. <laughs> like, yes! To say that. <laughs> yes. I agree. So, I've, and I and I feel like we're going to get a little break from Rowena for a little while, yeah. which makes me sad. Yeah. But, um... I'm I'm excited to see what Metatron can bring, and he's got to reveal some piece of information to stay a major part of why they have to go after him. Mm-hmm. So I think you're right. I think there's going to be some sort of him having some th- some knowledge about this darkness mm-hmm. to yeah. reveal the truth. Yeah. All right, ladies. 
<laughs> great episode. Let me know where all the wonderful people that are watching and tweeting us and staying in the live chat can find you. Start with you, Alexis. You can find me all over social media as ATORES890. Thanks, guys, for hanging out in the live chat. Don't forget to check out our other three channels that we have here. We have Popcorn Talk if you love movies. We have Black Hollywood Live for African American Entertainment. We have uh, Book Circle Online if you love books. They love to review them. We talk to authors and writers and everything like that. So please check them out and obviously just hang out here at AfterBuzz iTunes. Don't forget, I still have that little Impala I want to give away if you do a review. I couldn't get to get to it today because the internet's been acting up, but I'm going to check tonight. So don't forget to do that. You guys can find me on Twitter at Katie E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. Instagram at Katie Campbell 13 and YouTube.com slash Katie Campbell online. I'm putting out a new video tomorrow. Yay! And yeah, I'm excited. And I just put one out last week, so you guys should check it out. And I'll be back tonight for Vampire Diaries and Originals after shows. Yay. Yay! This is Lindsay here. You guys can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lindsay Wegner. That's L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y-W-E-G-N-E-R. Or my blog, lindsaywegner.blogspot.com. Make sure if you guys are tweeting us, you're using the hashtag ABTV Supernatural so that we can stay in the know and keep everything grouped together and find out all the amazing things that you guys have to say. We appreciate your tweets, your Facebook, your Twitter everything, social media, YouTube comments, and we try to get back to everybody. So thank you for watching. We'll see you guys next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 